0: Crowpod contains language and themes which may not be suitable for anybody. Welcome, Welcome back to another episode of Shane and Todd's Desert Island here on the Crow Pod. Hi, Todd. How are you?
1: Not too bad. How are you?
0: I am fucking fantastic. I'm hungry. I am too. You hungry. Know, I, did, I skipped. The, so I've been doing omelets before every yeah. show what, lately. What's this bullshit? Well, I don't know. You know, I, I have <laughs> eggs and I have stuff that goes in the yeah. eggs. Yeah. So, you know, they just kind of do it. But today I went for like the, the open faced. Egg and bacon sandwich with a slice Ooh. of cheese on top. I yeah, thought, yeah, you yeah. it's just, just a, just to change it up a little bit less egg, a little bit more bread. Some, uh-huh. Something, to, something to tweak it there. I don't know. What, well, what, what, what's your bread? I mean that. The, What's your breakfast sitch? What do you do? So
1: not let's not get to what we're bringing to the island. No, I will no, tell no, you, no, 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 no,
0: not, not that. But let's a, a day in the life of Todd. What, in what, the normative, getting up and making for breakfast on a Tuesday?
1: In the normative, after I walk the dog and I go and I do my workout. If I when I when I hit the gym. I will come up and I will make myself a lovely smoothie of assorted fruits of the nice. fresh variety, if if possible. And if not, I have the frozen ones. In they go, vanilla protein powder, bit of flaxseed. Boom, boom, bam, done. Uh, today I didn't get a workout in because my dog woke me up at five in the morning. Couldn't get back to fucking sleep. So, um, oh, and it's raining like it's fucking Vancouver. I don't know oh, why. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, no, we we we, uh, yeah, we we had flash floods yesterday. Um, right so uh once again if my internet suddenly stops yep that's why (laughs) yeah and then
1: you get to hear about what kind of pizza i like
0: oh pizza i forgot about that um
1: also good breakfast but also great for breakfast um the so today was uh oatmeal because it's just cold and shitty so i had i had oatmeal but i threw in a couple of um ontario fresh peaches uh which are sweet and in season right now and they're
0: I, I'm not sure that I've had peaches from it. you know. I mean, b- being in the South forever is more mm-hmm. of a Georgia, Georgia peach. Sure, man. of course. Oh, you yeah. you
1: know from peaches.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Yeah. Ours are smaller and sweeter. I think. I think they're just a little more concentrated on the, oh, on, so on the more, sweetness. So it's more
0: more like the Mackinac peaches. Yeah. Those, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 I, I'll tell you what. The, the other day, the, you know, I, I went down to the the Mexican grocery store to, to procure a few items. And mm-hmm. uh, I'd, I'd walked because, you know, you try, try to get your fitness in, right? You know, mm-hmm. Try, mm-hmm. try to be healthy. It's it's about, I don't know, j- just about two miles down to the store and, you know, mm-hmm. two miles back. So get down there and finish my shopping. I'm walking back out and I'm going to going through the fruit section and they just had the best looking uh, apricots. And so oh. I was like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to grab one. You know, I, I typically go for a peach, but I grabbed the mm-hmm. apricot. Right. Fucking enjoyed it. Really uh-huh. wish I would have bought two because again a yeah. two mile walk back is is fairly lengthy. Mm-hmm. Uh Could have killed them both, but <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I was you know on the smoothie thing. I am a big proponent. My my go to I do um uh usually frozen strawberries. Mm-hmm. Um Typically, well they they just help chill the thing. You have frozen strawberries with some mm-hmm. orange juice and like two thirds of a banana. And, Of course, you eat the rest of the banana. Don't be a fucking yeah. animal. <laughs> well, the yeah, the I'll goddamn. put it
1: in the fridge and use it for later. No, yeah. you will not. You oh, will God. not.
0: Yeah, I'll tell the the, the, the the good lady woman. She she's very she's a, a banana conservationist. We have, we have many frozen bananas in the freezer that mm-hmm. she'll like. I, I, she turns them into like an ice cream thing. I, I, oh, there's uh. Yeah,
1: like, I'm,
0: I'm not an ice cream person anyway, and yeah. that just kind of scares me. So the
1: frozen bananas either get turned into kongs for the dog. Yes, or there will be a Saturday or a Sunday where I'm awoken to the sounds of pots and pans, and I come downstairs, and she's like, "I felt like muffins," and then go, yes. we've got banana muffins.
0: So. Yes, banana muffins, banana bread, always yeah. acceptable.
1: Let um, me tell you about an apricot. <laughs> Since you brought ahead. it up, let me All let right. me tell you about an apricot. Um, for years, I hated apricots,
0: mm-hmm.
1: hated them because and especially the dried ones i was like because then you get them in tangines
0: i'm not not a dried fruit guy no right it's like
1: todd we're going for tangines have fun no you're gonna love it it's moroccan no it's fucking dried fruit and shit fuck off yeah no um so i went to uh the first time i went to italy uh the folks that kind of look after the the family home over there uh will go and see whatever's in season fruit wise and just leave it in the fridge so uh we got there and they had figs figs were uh, were ready to go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what i thought were plums little yellow plums and so i popped one in the mouth and went, oh my god these are gorgeous and uh i went and saw them the next day i said thank you for the plums he goes those aren't plums those are apricots And go so that's <laughs> what they're supposed to taste like because ontario because ontario apricots are not good they're not. They're what? they're too tart. They're too firm. They're not. They're not right. Yeah, they, that, these apricots the, are just nice and tender and sweet and beautiful. The,
0: the new world apricot is just generally more a peach without fuzz. Is mm. kind of how I've I've right. always looked at them. Right. Um,
1: uh, I had a job in a grocery store ages ago where I had to uh, shave the peaches so we could sell nectarines.
0: Hey yo! Ah, <laughs> very yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. Not, God, I like a good nectarine too, man. Eh, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm fine with it. I might I might take a walk down to the Mexican grocery store after we get done with this. Nice. Maybe.
1: We're getting one in Canada. <laughs> We're getting a Mexican grocery store in Canada. I could not be more I, happy.
0: I, I don't know why I say the Mexican grocery store as if there's not uh, like 14 in this town. <laughs> but um,
1: Are you no stranger to a bodega?
0: <laughs> I've got one right down the street that I fancy. <laughs> Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yeah, I, I, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to get your opinion on one more thing before sure. we get firing on the on the big, right, right. the big content of the day. What you're all here for? I can't I, uh,
1: believe this is what the listeners asked for. Uh, and I when, I, and when I say listeners, one guy that messaged us.
0: I, I swear <laughs> to Christ, you know, because I couldn't find that, um, that tweet from that guy. And, and what what I done was I, I just searched, uh, you know, my my Twitter handle and like death row. Or last meal, or whatever the hell it was, and, and I couldn't. I still not find that. Yeah, I found people had asked us multiple times over the past couple of years on the regular crow pod to do mm-hmm. this, and I don't think we have once. So I'm sorry to everyone uh, who's, who's tried to, but we're, we're going to give it to you in spades today. But Todd, I, I'm going to read this headline to you here. Now, you you are of course familiar with Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, uh, yes. 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 Okay. Now, now he, he opened his mouth this week. Um, typically when he does that, I just kind of cringe and I'm sorry if you're one of the people who thinks he's very smart, but he's not. Uh, but, but the, the, this is the headline from the business insider, Malcolm Gladwell, who works remotely and starts his day on the sofa with a laptop says it's it. It's not in people's best interest to work from home, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- this is a man who famously go, I mean, goes about, I mean, he's talked about this for years. He said in the op-ed in the Wall Street Journal back when COVID started that he doesn't work out of the office. He goes to coffee shops. Uh, I think it was back in 2005. He, he was talking about how right. he hates desks and he only works from laptops on the sofa or, uh-huh. again, in different yeah. coffee shops. Um, he, he Famously, his editors at New York Magazine never see him. He has runners to bring in materials for wherever the fuck he happens to be working that day. And yet here's this guy on a, I forget the name of this. Hold on. I got to find the name of this podcast because it'll tell you everything that you need to know. On the Diary of a CEO podcast. Okay. Yeah. If you're just sitting in your pajamas in your bedroom, is that the work life you want to live? Gladwell said. We want you to have a feeling of belonging and to feel necessary. And if you're not here, it's really hard to do that. How the fuck would you know? I mean, uh, look, look, look at how we work. I mean, I mean, you know, granted, yeah, I mean, sometimes we do have to go to work. But I, I would reckon a venture here, reckon a guess that you, like me, do about 90% of your actual work sat at home. Yeah. Uh, probably like I am right now in a pair of gym shorts and a, an old T-shirt. uh, well, Talking to you. (laughs) Mm. It's, um,
1: yeah, I, uh, I, I don't leave. In fact, I was thinking of this the other day, as a matter of fact, when, um, someone had posted, um, on, on, on Twitter or someplace like that, it's like, what law that is legal would you make? Like what thing that is currently legal would you make illegal?
0: Okay. Yeah, Yeah.
1: yeah, Right. Um, and immediately I went to talking to strangers in public, <laughs> just immediately. Like when I am walking the dog and my, I come home and my wife's like, how, how was the, how was the walk? I go, we didn't run into anyone. It was perfect.
0: It was fucking great. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I always have this problem. Of course, you know, we're working in bars. That's like, uh, I am still to this day, the kind of guy that will just go sit. a pub by himself have a beer watch a game and get the hell out of there after 20 minutes i don't want to talk to you i don't Mm -hmm. know you it's not it's to me it's not a place to meet new people it's a place to talk to the people that i already know if i want to i mean that's that's Mm -hmm. just how i am so yeah Yeah. sorry Um, sorry if you ever come across or like todd if i'm walking my dog no just don't don't Just do it. The,
1: <laughs> the only thing you and I have in common is that we're both picking up bags of dog shit before we've had a cup of coffee. So <laughs> out of my way. Out of my way. Um, I have an announcement. Oh, go on. I found it. I found oh, the tweet. Oh, God. I found the tweet. It's
0: from Gavin. It, all right. We're, we're, we're going to save that and set that up. So okay. we're, we're going to come back. We're going to do this desert island. If you can't tell, mm-hmm. all right, we're doing last meals. Uh, yes. Uh, last meals, and and of course we we got some feedback from some of y'all. If you want to mm-hmm. leave it for us here, we might go over some more on on this week's crow pod when that comes yep. around. But uh, now take a little bit of a break. We're we're going to let the man who 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 set all this up for us, Todd. Todd's going to give him the credit he deserves in this week. So we'll be right back. It's good to be keen. Have your own world, it helps to make friends, it's good to meet
1: girls. Gavin Riddick at Beanie 12 who is wonderful to us. Let's put it that way. Yes. Let's put Thank it very mildly. Much, uh, wonderful, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful guy. Um, th- he originally sends it to you at off void. Um, idea for desert Island theme with HSTVA. Hey, desert Island dinners. Your ideal three
0: courses sides, drinks, the lot. Bam. So, of course, us being the horrible sadists that we are, decided mm-hmm. to turn this into a death row situation. But yep. uh, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, again, uh, and, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we thought about this because, I mean, honestly, if we just did this in one shot, one meal, we'd be done in about ooh, eight minutes. And that's mm-hmm. not what y'all are here for. So we no. we decided to take each meal as they come you're
1: uh, you're here you listener you know this you're here to hear us prattle on about what makes a good hash brown for three <laughs> hours that's what you like that's what you like
0: well it, it just so you know the, the live in the mood a little bit i went back and found some famous last meals of uh Ooh. you know serial killers and other various mm-hmm. murders so you know we're, we're, we're going to drop those in okay every once in a while here it's uh yeah, yeah it's uh should be fun. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I can I can start this one if we if we got a last meal. I have a comedians joke, like a joke about comedians.
0: Okay, all right. Okay,
1: and there's uh there's um uh, a comedian, a uh, rapist, and a murderer. They're all on death row, and uh, the warden comes by and rattles on the cage. He says, "All right, guys, today's your execution day. Uh, everyone, you, um, uh, what's your last meal?" And uh, the rapist goes, "I'll have fried chicken." And the um, uh, the uh, murderer goes, I'll have a uh, steak and eggs. And then the comedian goes, we get a meal. So
0: <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> nice. Uh, so I've discovered that for everyone who's been following along, David is using this new podcast recording software that I'm just starting to fuck around with. Mm-hmm. And apparently we can have soundboards. So uh, get ready for that in the future. Cause I'm, yes. I'm actually going to learn how to use this shit. Where, whereas David, Pretty much treats it as a glorified version of Skype. Uh-huh. Uh, I will actually learn how to use this crap. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, first meal. Let's just get to get to the one. Uh, you know, we talked about our normal breakfast, but the the, the breakfast that you would have if uh, well, they, they were about the course a bunch of uh, drugs that they sourced from Eastern European countries because no one will sell them the real ones that they're supposed mm-hmm. to use to kill people anymore. Uh, I I went for, and, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm I'm shooting these off the cuff because I thought if I sit down and plan these things out, it's gonna it's it's gonna get way too complex. Sure, sure, far too complex. Mm-hmm. So, my breakfast, simple as can be. Uh, the the American style. Uh, this is apparently a confusing concept, of course, for a lot of people in the UK. Uh, biscuits and gravy. Um, of course our biscuits here are more of a, uh, uh, like quick bread. Uh, if you were, it's got a little bit of baking powder and, uh, you know, for, for leavening and whatnot, instead of yeast. So they, they're, they're a little bit soft on the inside and whatnot. And mm-hmm. the gravy is a white pepper gravy, typically with a, a, a pork sausage used in it.
1: So mm-hmm. you throw all that
0: on top of the, of the biscuits. And then now me, I, I like a couple Fried eggs over easy on top of this shit. Okay. Uh, you know, if you want to, you could do like some uh, American fries or hash browns on the side, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it is. I don't really care. Sure, sure. Cup of coffee and a, and a couple orange juice, and that's. Uh, I I've eaten this meal probably more times for breakfast in my life than well, my cardiologist would certainly <laughs> want me to. <laughs> and it, it's just it's, it's the words gravy for breakfast. Yeah, it's, yeah, I know it's it's, it's, it's tough for people. It's tough for people. Like I said, I'll I'll make sure I'll I'll post a picture somewhere, either on Twitter or whatever. Trust me, I've had this conversation with friends over there before who just do not understand what the hell this meal is, and it's just—I mean, it's—it's—it's a—it's—it's a—it's a a thing in the the, the, very much from the American South. I mean, it was simple, Mm -hmm. easy cooking, especially something you know before before the civil war that our yeah. style of biscuits really took off they were filling mm-hmm. you could yeah. make them quickly and easily and again the gravy itself is pretty much just you know you make a roux out of the out of the sausage fat yeah. throw some flour in that it's pretty much you're eating a, a a biscuit on top of a biscuit is what yeah. you're doing yeah so uh, you
1: uh, as a as as a man who who knows the gentle south you would you would be familiar with Alton Brown <laughs> Yes very much so. Yes okay. So he was in pursuit of the best biscuit. He he always that that's his thing. You know, he always mm-hmm. wants to find the best of whatever it is, yeah. and uses sort of science and 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 things.
0: Yeah, he, he's he's come through Rockford a couple of times on yeah. the quest for so he, he hasn't found it here, but you know, no. That's,
1: uh. <laughs> so
0: so his and and the the beacon for him was
1: his grandma's biscuits. His, his grandma always made the best biscuit. Couldn't and and whenever he tried it, he couldn't replicate it. Yeah. So he finally, on one of his shows, got his grandma on camera. Right. So there's him and me, ma making biscuits side by side and he and he goes i'm gonna watch you record this just so i know what's going on and so he's doing exactly what she's doing and his don't turn out but then he realizes as he's she's taking off her wedding rings and all of her uh her jewelry so that, you know it doesn't get gunked up by the by the dough her hands are arthritic so they don't overwork the dough ah and yes. that's the key and so that was the uh yep. biscuit uh, biscuit recipe. So, if you're going to make a good biscuit, go and get arthritis first. I guess that's my big, <laughs> big takeaway from that. So,
0: yeah, it's uh, well, it, it you know, definitely helps. Uh, you know I mean, so th- mm-hmm. this really was a food that arose out, well, especially the South after well the the Revolutionary War and coming through the Civil War, and again, it was something mm-hmm. that definitely in in the black community. Uh, plantation mm-hmm. workers of the day because they weren't really given, you know, anything no. to eat. So yes. yeah, they they figured out how to uh how to do this stuff. And I, well, you know, yeah. I mean, from from my, my side of the family from down Mississippi, mm-hmm. you know, my grandpa told me about growing up eating l- like literally large sandwiches. You sure. know, I mean that th- this was a this was a I want to say a delicacy, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when they got to have this on the Saturday morning or a Sunday after church, it was, uh, yeah. it was quite the quite the little
1: deal. And man. for those people who are throwing up slightly in their mouth, going large sandwiches, um, up until recently, <laughs> guess what the white stuff in Oreos was? <laughs> so
0: yeah, hate to break to yourself
1: you. Yeah, um, yeah. So here's so uh, this was the theme I took. Okay,
0: this is the theme I took. God, you have a uh, theme. I, I just picked. Uh, well again i'm going to pick three random fucking meals. sure
1: so i so I, until until I, I until we hit the main like mm. like the main at dinner right. i have i i ain't i ain't working today i am going out for these meals so <laughs> i am not working except for the last bit except for the last bit so uh, my breakfast comes courtesy of the old york pub which was across the street from my condo in Toronto when I lived at King of Niagara. Now I lived above a pub. I lived above a a pub called the foggy Dew, And it was like one of these Irish pubs that was manufactured in Ireland, shipped over and put together in Toronto and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I lived above that. I went to the old York. Um, That's the difference. And so it was uh, this, this family owned little pub. It's the second longest or the longest um, liquor license a uh, continuous liquor license in Toronto. Oh, all
0: right.
1: Um predates the Wheat Sheaf, which is the oldest pub in Toronto. Okay. They have uh, a brunch which is uh eggs any style, whichever like, you know, the, many things for brunch, but this is the one I always focus on. They have two eggs any style, so I take them sunny side. They do this sausage, which is akin to almost a chorizo slash Italian sausage. It's homemade, and it's made, actually, it turned out at the butchers of the place that was around the corner from where I eventually moved to. So I was actually eating,
0: just before I
1: moved into the neighborhood, I was eating the sausages. (laughs) So I'm like, fan-fucking-tastic, here we go. And uh, the way they did hash browns. Was they took potatoes and they just, they sliced them into quarters and then thinly sliced those quarters. So Mm you get like these little arcs, these little pizza slices. And then they just deep fried those. So they came out like just fucking crunchy and crispy. And then you douse all that with a Madhouse hot sauce. Goddamn. And you're done. <laughs> yeah, Maddo's hot sauce, they actually sell it there. Uh it's a it's a local, again, it's a local place. You can buy it in a few uh stores across the city. In fact, you can buy it at that butcher where they also got the sausages. It's really just it, my worlds collide very quickly. <laughs> um it's almost like a jerk flavoring, but it still has uh it still brings more heat. It's not it's it's not as aggressive as a jerk. It's just a little more subtle,
0: maybe a little more cumin and, and, and stuff like that, but like mm, so good. And yeah see might. see uh, I mean, this, is watering as we speak this is one of them uh you know again have, having the the Mexican influence around here. here's a lot of uh chorizo for breakfast kind of kind of situations that you can go mm-hmm. walk into you know, or uh, what, what like a huevos Rancheros Yes, in my excellent Spanish as you can tell <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh no a lot a lot of things in that vein that um you, you know you you, you I, too many people get stuck in the habit. I think with breakfast, uh, uh, you know, just oh, uh, you butter your toast or you put some jam on mm-hmm. it, and there's some eggs, and th- there you go. Go to fucking right. work. It's like no, you, you, you can you can have fun mm-hmm. with your breakfast. You can you can do things with your breakfast. Yes, um, I am remiss
1: if I uh, didn't suggest as a Canadian that I have a Caesar with this. <laughs> so for those for those who who do not know. Uh, a, a bloody Caesar is a Canadian version of a bloody Mary and bloody yes. Mary is, is, uh, tomato juice with, uh, vodka and then your celery and your seasoning and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, in Canada, we had a sip of the bloody Mary and went, oh, this needs clams. So we put clam <laughs> juice in it. Um, and we have a, there's a, there's a pub, maybe a series of pubs, but it's definitely one called the poor house in Toronto where it's make your own Caesar bar. Huh? And so what they do is like, you know, it sounds like, how are they going to control this? Uh, here's how they do it. It's like, I'll have a make your own Caesar. And so you're just thinking, oh, they just unlock the keys to the liquor store and no, off you no, go. No, 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 no they no. bring over a glass <laughs> with ice and vodka in it and go, go nuts. Yeah. But then you go there and it's like, all the different levels of spice in the clamato juice we call it clamato it's clam and tomato clamato isn't that clever great yeah. um you can have celery there's uh, uh pork pepperettes, like the uh, pepperoni sticks yeah. yep. um you can throw in shrimp uh there's olives obviously yeah. horseradish your your uh, worcestershire all of it so you just make cuz everyone is fucking fussy about their uh, caesars in canada so th- they just avoided the middleman and went you
0: fucking do it and so Seek. it's perfect I I I fucking hate Bloody Marys. Uh, the Caesar, clams. The, 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 well, no, the Caesar is a thing down here. It's just more of an East Coast, uh, you know. Sure, I sure. Mean, we still call it a Bloody Mary. It's just whether or right. not you put fucking clam juice in. It's the same idea. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: What's well, the special name they have for it? They, they don't. They
0: just call okay. it fucking Bloody Mary? Bloody Mary
1: Sea Breeze. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whatever that fuck. But. I can't but uh, catch it. <laughs> there's so many of these fucking bars around that try to outdo each other to where you end up with what right. like, you know like you're talking all right fine like we put the sausage stick in a in a pickle mm-hmm. and yeah. you know some olives and a lime mm-hmm. or what, like okay fine that all oh shrimp getting a little crazy but it's still you know what yeah. you're talking about basically a shrimp cocktail with, with yeah. you know a shit ton of oh yeah the, it. but there, it's because a- people start doing like cheeseburgers and slices of pizza suck. Yeah. On it. It's like, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. This is no longer a drink. You're not, well, no, stop this.
1: So, okay. So, to that end, there was a lobster place. I can't remember the name of the, of the, the all they sold was lobster. That was the yeah. only thing that they sold. And their Caesar had a fucking lobster tail yeah. sticking out of it. Yes. It's just like, okay, Come on. tell me how this isn't the beverage they would have served at the table at Beetlejuice. Like, it's. <laughs>
0: Oh, here's here's one for for our, our our famous famous last meals. Now, right. I will say, Todd, though, to to to, to your dismay, uh, it, certainly in American prisons, I'm not sure if Canada's any nicer, but they they won't serve you alcohol, so you're out on that. You, you're getting oh, a virgin, hi. you're getting a virgin Caesar. I hate to I hate to break it to you. So
1: tomato juice
0: with yeah. a fucking piece of celery yeah. in it. Yeah, and Come. some clam juice stuck in it. Yeah, so have fun with that. <laughs> uh, but but with the, the traditional last meal. Uh, mm-hmm. and the one that you would generally get if you didn't put in a request, uh, as Ted, <laughs> Ted Bundy got, Ted Theodore uh, Bundy, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, what, but, but the, Ted Bundy, of course, more than 35 counts of murder under his belt mm-hmm. and uh, k- killed in uh, Florida finally at the ripe old age of 43. Jesus Christ, man, that boy 43. was three, man, he was killing a lot, yes, a lot. Um, I mean, like I say, he he didn't ask for a special meal, so uh, he's the traditional last meal in the U.S. for years. Can I guess? A, yeah, Can I no, guess? Fire, fire away. Fire away. Uh,
1: I'm I'm gonna guess it's a uh, well done steak.
0: It is a steak, but typically medium rare because okay. you know pr- prison uh, chefs do have taste. Okay,
1: all right. Yeah. I, d- I didn't know how far they were gonna go. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna guess a baked
0: potato. No hash browns.
1: Hash browns. Yeah, yeah. Corn on the cob. That's my nope. Uh,
0: nope. No, like I mean, it is a steak and eggs breakfast. That's why I brought it up here. You stupid son of a. Bitch. <laughs> okay, <Jesus. laughs> Ste- Steak, cooked medium rare, eggs over easy, hash rounds toast with butter and jelly, milk and juice. So you okay. you would basically just get the, the classic steak and eggs breakfast if uh, you didn't ask for uh, for anything else. So. Okay, well that's yeah. fine. Yeah. All right. Oh. You know what? Let's get executed. That sounds nice. <laughs> Oh, but you, you know, I actually
1: was through, it, but you know, in,
0: in looking up some of the stuff for, for this show here, because you know, it's it's one of these, um, I don't know, you uh, well, you, you climbed down a rabbit hole, isn't it? You know, it's, uh-huh. it's one of those Wikipedia rabbit holes, but actually, there, there was a gentleman by the name of um, Brian D. Price who worked in uh, Texas Royal. he was an inmate, obviously. Sure, and he worked in the in the kitchen in the, in this prison in Texas, where he prepared a number of last meals, and uh, he, he actually wrote a book, um, titled "Meals to Die For." Uh, it, was a, it was a 2004 cookbook by the man. So, if uh, mm-hmm. if you're interested in that, you can go find it uh, on Amazon, I, okay. I do believe, still. So, you nice. know, if you want to know uh, what people, yeah, yeah, you know, I will say though, Texas, of course, being Texas, there, there, there was a. Um, there there was one inmate, I forget who this is, sometime around 2011. But he he asked for, oh, it was a, a Lawrence Russell Brewer uh, mm-hmm. was his name. So in 2011, Lawrence Russell Brewer asked for two chicken fried steaks, pound of barbecue. I mean, like this massive meal. And mm-hmm. he didn't eat any of it just to stick it up him because, you know, <laughs> I mean, hey, whatever, man. Like, <laughs> you do you because you're about to fucking die. Uh-huh. Texas not being able to take the joke. Just abandoned letting prisoners pick their last meal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's that's a that real sucks. Texas thing to do. Uh-huh. That's, uh,
1: do. Well, okay, know this, too. Like, I'm sure they were also pulling this shit. It's a, okay, I'll have French toast. Oh, do you mean freedom toast?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah that's, sure. yeah, that's probably what they did to the guys. Okay, fuck yeah. these motherfuckers. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, lunch. Lunch, lunch, lunch. lunch. I'll, I'll let you kick it off, because I see it. I got. I got to think now. It's like I said, I was mm-hmm. just going to shoot off the cuff. So, so,
1: uh, so lunch. You know the the most. It is the redheaded stepson of the meals. Let's yeah. be fair, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's it's usually just because you have to. I mean, yes, come on. Yeah. exactly. And, and there's there's so little joy uh, in it. So this is this is kind of where I took it, and I've I've got the uh, two concessions, and one is that. I would love to get it from this place, but it doesn't exist anymore. Ah. Um, And I was able to, before I left Toronto, the, I got the last uh, one of these that I was ever going to get because the place closed because COVID kind of got to it. It's a place called Vinnie's, which was in Toronto. And uh, he made the best veal sandwiches, eggplant sandwiches, Meatball sandwiches—they were just huge, massive, juicy, brilliant. And the the beautiful thing was, there was construction going on right across the street, as there always was right across the street. I don't know what the fuck this project was, but it just <laughs> never, never,
0: never and they, they just wanted the sandwiches. That's they what just was. wanted the sandwiches, basically. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah, delay, delay. I don't know, boss. I don't know why it's anyway uh, we,
0: yeah, we, we, we need more drywall i don't know what yeah, to tell you
1: yeah and then the guy's coming back going, okay did you have the sweet veal who had sweet veal um <laughs> so i was able to get and so he just had like the, these veal cutlets and he got he got the recipe from his mom and she, she would work there from time to time as well you know on on the busy days of like thursday friday where there's a huge rushes and you just get the um you, you like totally fried up perfectly they stayed crispy even in the sauce and then you get like sauteed mushrooms sauteed green peppers sauteed uh onions you get the uh the the cheese on top and then your choice of peppers where there's i can't believe my mouth is watering already um <laughs> sweet or hot peppers and the hot peppers gave fucking kick it was amazing um just one of one of the best sandwiches but it's no longer exists so uh i will then go as my fallback, and it's not a fallback. I love this thing. Um, the uh, Tall Boys Pub in uh, in Toronto is only uh, they only serve Canadian uh, Ontario craft beers, okay, and chiefly only sell them in tall cans. Tall Boys. So um, they bat. have six on that's they have six know. on tap, but that's it. <laughs> and uh, until recently, they had my favorite one, which is Steam Whistle on uh, on tap. Um, there's been some things there, so apparently they don't have that anymore. But they they have others. Uh, but they have a burger called the Blozington, which is the intersection of Bloor and Ossington, which is okay. where, they, uh, where they inhabit. Okay. And the Blozington is their actual fresh take on a Big Mac. Huh. So they do two beef patties.
0: Two all which... beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickle, mm-hmm. onion, and sesame seed bun. You got it. They there do the go. whole thing,
1: except it's <laughs> except they do it burger style. Yep. But they're nice and thick. Guess where they get the meat, Shane? Ah. The sausage place right across the street from where I live, right there. In fact, there were times when the chef would run out of burger meat and you'd see her run across, grab eight pounds of it, and then walk back across the street. That is Vince Gasparro's butcher, who is providing me with sausage and ground meats for well over 15 years. So, uh, and, and so they, uh, they do that. They do their own fresh cut fries. They do their own special sauce. They do everything together. And as soon as you bite into it, you go, oh, Jesus Christ, this is what... Like this is what the picture in the commercial of what a Big Mac should taste yes. like. Okay. Right? That's yeah. what it that's what it tastes like. Um it's just so wonderful. It's it's if you if you sat down and you went I'm going to make this myself, this is what it would look like. So yeah.
0: So what's what's the fry situation with this place now? That's fresh
1: that's... cut, homemade. Gosh. Yep. Yeah. Uh they were potatoes that morning. You know, it's, it's all of that Um, spoken as a guy who in high school, I had to peel 200 pounds of potatoes a day and cut them into French fries. (laughs) That was, that was my job. So,
0: oh man. So you were beetle Bailey is what you? I
1: was beetle Bailey. Yes, I was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Sarge. Nice dog. Get him out of the kitchen. That's a health violation.
0: You know, yeah, I mean, that nice light lunch. For, yeah, uh, John Wayne, John Wayne Gacy, uh, of course, uh, fa- famous uh, Illinois Chicago land serial killer. Mm-hmm. Killed him when I was a kid here, and uh, charged him, well, at least thirty three murders. Not quite Bundy, but sure. uh, you know he's he's in the wheelhouse there. Sure. Uh, so
1: <laughs> you know I believe in this kid. You know maybe next year he gets a couple of wins under his belt there.
0: He could have gotten there with more time. John
1: Wayne Gacy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Gacy, though, he'd, he'd managed some uh, KFCs when he was alive. So, uh, Oh, so- fuck. Seriously? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So here's his, uh, here's his last meal. So he went for uh, 12 fried shrimp. Okay. Uh-huh. A bucket of original recipe KFC. Sure. Two pounds of French fries. Wow. And a pound of strawberries.
1: He really wanted to give the people watching the execution
0: an eyeful. Yeah. Well, you're like, yeah, I mean, because you're going to evacuate and yeah, uh, yeah both that's ways. not going to be pleasant. <laughs> no, nope. he
1: knew what he yep. was doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the strawberries at the end. Yeah.
0: You know, yeah. I mean, it's like, all right, I'm just eating six pounds of fret, but hey, hold on. let me, let me, let me uh get my little health kick here. Right. Right on the end. Let's uh let's not go overboard on the fatty foods now.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah.
0: Slide these in. <laughs>
1: Can I still use the yard? <laughs> just want to work this off after I'm done.
0: Uh, see, I would, I would go. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll pick, I'll pick one restaurant here in in, in my mix. So I'm going to go back to my hometown to the uh, PJ's Courthouse Tavern in, uh, in Sycamore, Illinois. Okay, who has I think. Now the Italian beef sandwich is a very mm. Chicago sandwich. Yes. If you don't, if you're not from Chicago area, you don't know what this thing is. It's not a French dip. It's not a Philly cheesesteak. It's not a roast beef sandwich. It's not any of those other things. It's it's a very unique thing. In fact, now of course, if you guys want to, you can go watch the Bear on uh, mm-hmm. Hulu, or I forget how it's coming to the UK. Uh, I, uh, I think Apple, it's it's, a, it's uh, Apple TV. Apple. Okay. 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 Yeah. It's wherever the fuck you find it. Watch the bear. You want to see what Italian beef sandwich is? That's what it is. But PJ's Courthouse Tavern in Italian beef, of course, with all the cheese, all the shit. You get dipped, which means to take the whole goddamn sandwich after they get put back there after they get together, Mm -hmm. they dip it into the au jus, or as we would call it, Mm -hmm. the gravy. the entire sandwich, take that back out. And, of course, I need another side of au jus because that's just not mm-hmm. going to be enough. Right. Uh, and then uh, they make their, their fresh steak fries right mm-hmm. there. And, and just yeah. for a kicker, I mean, fuck it because, I mean, I'm going out. They've also got some fantastic Polish sausages there. So I, I go ahead with a rider and throw throw a whole polish on as a I don't know appetizer or or just a little a little delicacy on the on the mm-hmm. side of, of this goddamn thing because uh yeah you, you know kind of like Gacy though uh, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna consume all all the shittiest fattiest fucking shit you know everything I can get unlike Gacy I'm not following up with a pound of strawberries <laughs> right yes <Yeah.
1: laughs> um can I can I tell you that uh, the the last time I was in Chicago that was my first meal
0: yeah was that you you have to i'll tell you what so you know obviously went to university of tennessee lived out there in knoxville Mm uh it was it it was a struggle because there are a lot of you know of course people uh go immediately to the the the, uh, chicago style deep dish pizza uh i'm not even gonna fucking have arguments with you people about this stuff it's better shut up i don't care Take your fucking New York pizza or your weird mm-hmm. goddamn Ohio Valley shit that you guys don't even cook the cheese before you say, oh, God. I oh, I, God. I do love the deep dish. Everybody. I mean, deep I'm dish. sorry. It's just, yeah. it's very yeah. good. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It um, is. But uh, f- finally, uh, I, I found this place. It was out way out on the west side of Knoxville. It took me a while to get out there because, you know, the campus is right down around downtown. You don't really venture. Too far away unless you know where the fuck you're going mm-hmm. it was actually owned by by a <laughs> by a greek family from uh, arlington heights right outside of uh chicago here and i mean you know they, they had all their i don't know fried catfish and fried chicken and everything that you would expect out of a southern restaurant but also you know gyros and uh the italian beefs and the polish sausages and fucking everything that was like oh my god god i'm never i'm just gonna spend all my money here from now
2: on mm-hmm. i yeah, love yeah, you yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and very much in the the archetypal chicagoland area greek family of i mean what you want you know yeah, like yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah, here yeah. discuss i don't want to hear about anything in your day tell me mm-hmm. what food you want to eat get the right. fuck out of here
1: <laughs> and we so as as part of this food tour that we went there and obviously we had you know, deep dish and, and, yeah. and, uh, and, and we started with the beef sandwich and he said, do you want it dunked? And I remember seeing it on, yeah. you know, diners, drive-ins and dives or something like that. And just went, oh yeah, you can dunk that. My buddy's like, what? And go, trust me. That yep. sploosh like right that. Uh, the we shit, ended up baby. eating, uh, and I didn't realize that this place was near the United center. Um, was the place where, um, cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger was Oh, the Billy goat tavern. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we we ended up eating there one night uh, yeah. before uh, before a couple of games, and it was fantastic. Yeah, It's everything everything you want. He's like, oh, so this is where that thing was made. I yeah. see. Okay,
0: I'll say History. Uh, this is this is uh, you know, uh, with the Italian beef especially, you, you get so many of these places around Chicago. They're uh, the first or the best or the original or what. It doesn't fucking matter because right. everything. Look, if you have a bad Italian beef in this part of the country, you don't fucking last long, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's just it. So after that, the hierarchy is what it is. I just, you know, PJs, again, in my hometown, grew up with it. That that would be the one. Plus, it's just a really nice-looking bar. If you're ever in Sycamore for some fucking random-ass reason. It mm-hmm. It's actually the the ex-jail, fittingly, uh, for, for what <laughs> we're doing here. This is right across the street from the DeKalb County Courthouse.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you build up an appetite after you've been, you know, acquitted. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know. Uh, let's see. Let's get another one out of the way here from from our famous ones. And this one, uh, honestly, I would call this one more infamous and famous because it's mm-hmm. it's one of the sadder sadder ones. R- Ricky Ray Rector. Did, does this name ring a bell for you? Ricky Ray Rector. Ricky Ray Rector. So this is not this the three the i'm
1: familiar with. No, no, no,
0: this is the guy that Bill Clinton decided to use to show everybody that he was uh, hard on crime. Right? Oh. Uh, that, now Ricky Ray Rector had killed a uh, police officer, right? Okay. He, he, he killed yep. a man in the restaurant, he was on the run. Uh, he decided to, to negotiate a surrender. Then he shot that the cop that he negotiated with in the back and he tried to kill himself, right? Right, right. But gun to his head, pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. But it, it, basically, what that did was lobotomize him. Oh, so I mean, he's he's okay. he's mentally incapacitated for the rest of his life, right? Mm-hmm. And um. You know, in 2000, Well, I mean, t- 10 years after, because this is 1992. This is during Clinton's first presidential run. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he decides to lean on this thing and, and use him again to show how tough, tough on crime uh, he was to be. If you've ever read uh, Hitchens, uh, no one left to lie for. He, he spends well, at, at least at least a whole chapter talking about this okay. horrible incident. But uh, right. Rector orders for his last meal. Pretty pretty simple little meal actually he gets mm-hmm. uh uh he gets a steak well done yep uh fried chicken couple pieces of fried chicken some cherry kool-aid and, and a slice of pecan pie mm-hmm. he finishes off the steak and then and the chicken and then the kool-aid there and he, he tells the guard though to hold on to the pie he's gonna save it for later because <laughs> he, has, he has no concept of what's happening to him <laughs> so thankfully in 2002 the u.s supreme court yeah. finally decided that uh murdering people with intellectual disabilities was uh cruel and unusual punishment mm-hmm. so you know it, it, come on we, we we you know we found found something yeah. out of that 10 years mm-hmm. later but,
1: i think the lesson we're all taking away is clean your plate yes. always yeah always yeah, no yeah clean don't your don't, plate.
0: don't leave it don't leave right. well unless you're going to be like the, that one dick from texas and just you know, fuck you you guys just made all this shit kiss my right. ass yeah, watch yeah, this yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch this. Here's here's another uh, interesting fact that I found out here. There's a um, there's a paper that was uh, published in the Food Journal Appetite or Appetite. I guess it mm-hmm. depends on if uh, you're French, in which case you speak a <laughs> <and> made <laughs> up language. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it analyzed uh, uh, 247 last meals. Okay. Uh ordered by uh, the prisoners over about a five year period. The average meal came in at twenty seven hundred and fifty-six calories. Yeah. yeah. Which again, yeah, get get your bang. Get your bang. <laughs> well,
1: you're gonna burn those off. Yeah. You know. Uh
0: four requests, though, including uh you know one the one that uh, we discussed here already, uh from Texas and Oklahoma. Won't shock mm-hmm. you that the states that these are from, Texas and Oklahoma. We're estimated to go gone beyond 7,000 calories Of course each. they are. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. And now it's, you know, it's it's now turning into a carnival food contest.
0: Well, I mean, you yeah. got to think about the people typically condemned to death. They're, they're not from the upper echelons of you know, mm-hmm. society. It was, again, plays out here. 70% of prisoners yeah. ask for some kind of fried food. Um, so... Yeah, I th- yep. I, You know, I, th- I think there's some lessons to be learned about the yeah. uh, American legal system and, and the numbers about this.
1: It it won't be until investment fraud and that sort of thing are capital crimes yes. that you hear someone say, I think the foie gras is off. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So one more quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to do the big ones. You got to do dinner because because yeah. this really is the. I mean, come on. The, the, this is the meal. This is the mm-hmm. meal, right? Yeah, this is yep. it. Yep. So quick break right back we're gonna we're gonna take some of our our listener suggestions here and then uh we're we're gonna get our our big final meals out of the way
1: and and here's a here's a teaser i don't know where to get one of them
0: (laughs) perfect all right right back after this outside myself
2: and i've got 25 minutes to go
0: and the whole town's waiting just to hear me yell I got 24 minutes to go
1: Well, they gave me some
2: beans for my last meal With 23 minutes to go
1: But nobody asked me how I feel I got 22 minutes to go Well, I sent for the governor and the whole darn bunch With 21 minutes
0: to go And I called up the mayor, but he's out to lunch, I got
2: 20 more minutes to go Then the sheriff said, boy,
0: I'm gonna watch you die with 19 minutes to go So I laughed in his face and I spit in his eye with 18 minutes to go All right, welcome back to Shane Todd's Desert Islands. We're talking about the food that we would eat right before the state kills us. Uh, <laughs> but no, nothing says advanced I... modern society like state-sponsored murder. So we're, uh, we're really going all in. You, you know, Todd, these are supposed to be nice, light, fun shows that we give to the
1: people. Sure. Uh, so I, I took this as the, if
0: you had to bring it to the island, right? Like oh, okay. Like, like this
1: is this is okay, how so, I so off.
0: so we're still going to die slowly on the island, but at least we've got this one last this, time. Put it this way, okay? Well, so well, I, we because, listen to our records and, and watch our our films. Yes. And so the the
1: uh, like whenever we get into one of these desert island episodes, uh, for whatever reason, as I'm thinking these things up, I all I'm always taken to the movie Castaway. Yeah, obviously. Well, so we're done. So we're we're tired of eating fish every day. Yeah. You know, we've had our five thousandth coconut. Right <laughs> where you know we we finally figured out, oh, you have to cook the crab before you get those nice sticks out, right? Yeah. So someone has parachuted the cruel bastards, they're not rescuing us, but they've parachuted these foods down to us. ah, that's how I picture these
0: things or or, or you know maybe another cruise ship crashed not far away and in the in these these foodstuffs have washed yes or yeah. they've washed oh, okay, so yeah. slightly soggy, yeah <laughs> slightly you, you know, if you guys want me to try this in real life. If you scroll down into the show notes and click on the buy me a coffee link and send me enough money, I will put myself on a desert island somewhere mm-hmm. for yes. a limited amount of time. We can have some some real conversations about this. But no, like go down, hit that in the show notes. There's a couple charities down there that we're working with. If you got a charity you want us to help out, let me know. I will gladly yeah. throw the details down in there. Gavin Brittick, the man who mm-hmm. who prompted this whole thing.
1: Right. So we'll blame him.
0: Yes. Now, now this motherfucker, I mean, th- th- this is one of the guys going out with, with 7,000 calories. Although, again, I hate to break it to him. He's got booze in here, and that's just not going to happen. I mean, it's, uh, well, although sticking to the Desert Island theme, it is. You know, I was thinking of Death Row because that's uh, just how this shit goes. He's got a uh, starter for uh, sushi. Mm-hmm. He's doing some sushi. Right. Yep. Mains so is doing a ribeye medium rare with a peppercorn sauce and a side of poutine. Nice yes. side of Done, poutine. Uh, nice. For dessert, he's got a uh, cheesecake with uh, some strawberries. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. He's going a pint of a shihi with the, with the sushi there. A glass of Malbec with the steak, and Don Papa rum and Coke with his uh, with his dessert there wow i mean I I, I I could i could get down with it. i mean I, I don't like sushi at all so i would just uh, uh feed that to uh i don't <laughs> know pre- presumably the monkey that befriended on this island uh you which can has, give it to me which... jackass that's i'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you <laughs> <laughs> i get
1: okay and as well as like raw fish on the island come on yeah what 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 have you been eating for months
0: yeah yeah see that's yeah that that too i, I just this no, is I, nice you know yeah yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm down uh alfredo the cat mm. those were uh first uh, everlasting gobstopper uh <laughs> see what he did there yes hey yep. <laughs> yeah there we go yep uh no this was...
1: is the meme of of uh gene wilder just like sitting there with his hand over yes. his yeah Hold under on. his chin with the top hat that's <laughs>
0: I know, he goes. this real answer. He, he do one of those daft man versus food burger challenges where it's like twenty quarter pound oh, patties, yeah, five yeah. pounds of fries, and a giant milkshake. It says mm-hmm. uh, it's it's not like you're worrying about your figure at that point. A, a very a very John Wayne Gacy exit for our friend uh, Jamie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, of course, our good buddy Wilf, longtime crow pod listener here, he mm-hmm. went for. I, I, I like this. This is a, it's a nice little classy last meal. I think he he, he kind of. You know, this is a man who knows what he wants right here. He's got a blue fillet steak with a peppercorn sauce and a little side salad. Mm-hmm. And he says he'd follow it with just some cheese and crackers. Huh. Lovely. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. You know, there are so many, like, I'll get home late at night after work and, um, you know, you go diving into the fridge, you know, like what's left over. What can I make right now? Really quick. Blah, blah, blah. And, and you just see that, that roll of like summer sausage, and, like, some fresh Asiago. Like, fuck this. Get the crackers out. I'm going to go sit in my chair and mm-hmm. eat as many of these things as I can in the next 30 minutes before I need to go to bed. Right. I'm a big <laughs> fan of cheese and crackers. Love the cheese and crackers. Yes. Dinner. Here dinner, you go. Dinner, dinner, uh, Here Todd, you go. I'll, 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 let, I'll let you take the lead since uh, since this, this whole Desert Island was your prompt here. So fire okay. in, buddy. All right. Well... <sighs>
1: Thankfully I married into an Italian family, so I get Primi and Secondi. <laughs> and as I said in the teaser, I don't know where to get this. I have been there, but I don't know the exact location or even the name of the place. But this is where I'm getting my starter. Um where my one of my uh wife's cousins who lives in uh who lives in italy obviously does a lot of traveling around for business so because of that he has cataloged a lot of restaurants mm-hmm. tons of them and so when we said we were going to rome he's like i know the place and so when he told us the place it was the furthest away you could get from the downtown like there is no tourists at all like the only people like you're walking by apartment buildings with graffiti on dumpsters like it's like you're trying like <laughs> that's where you are right um so so picture picture your dodgy neighborhood that you have uh somewhere uh, near your house that you're always telling us
0: about <laughs> yeah oh you okay, mean my picture. neighborhood yeah okay, okay yeah okay yeah. so
1: picture picture this italian restaurant right there where no one speaks english so we um we go into this place and the inside is just lovely. It's a beautiful decor. People who come to this know what they're doing. And they have a spaghetti carbonara which is brilliant. It was we were with another couple, we got so tippy and so full, we still ordered a second plate of this to share. <laughs> it is perfectly cooked al dente spaghetti with the uh the egg and the uh the the bacon fat just dripping glistening like everything is coated in this or like organic Egg yolk yellow. And then you get the crunchy bits of bacon that are in there. It is the most amazing. Again, I'm watering up right now. Uh, it is the <laughs> most amazing carbonara I've ever had in my goddamn life. It is just so great. And my wife constantly is trying to replicate this. Constantly. Um, and I love her for her for her attempts. I love her for it. Because even, <laughs> hey, even if she fucks up, it's still a good carbonara. Like it's great. Yeah. Um, then we return home and this is where I create the main, um, I am going to, you know what? Let's get it from Vince's Vince's gets a hat trick in this one. So Vince Gasparro, <laughs> I give him the call and he goes, what do you want? And I go, I'm doing Bistecca Fiorentina. He goes, be here in 20 minutes. And so I go and I get a good two inch porterhouse, and I bring it home and I just cover it in salt it looks like it looks like it's it looks like it made its way through the 80s it is just covered in white right just a lot of jazz salt on there um actual salt not, not actual cocaine um crack of pepper uh and that's where i start grilling it bring it to a nice medium rare beautiful cut it out put some arugula on top of it olive oil uh what is the side my wife will, I, I couldn't do this without annoying my wife in it somewhere. Uh, whenever she says, what type of potatoes do you want? I go the baked potato because it's the king of potatoes. And I always, <laughs> whenever I mention a baked potato, I always have to add, cause it's the king of potatoes. Um, grilled asparagus without question. Yep. Um, maybe oh, if I feel, me, so. Maybe if it's a, maybe if it's in season, uh, half of a uh, corn on the cob, okay. you know, also yeah. grilled. Yeah. Um, and that takes that's that's the main. Now this is all going to be. First of all, the Cabernet is going to come with a nice Pinot Grigio. I haven't decided the brand. Um, we're going to do a uh, a Cab Sauv right off the top with a um, uh, with the uh, with the uh, Bistecca Fiorentina, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to close that out with a one small square, just one small square, a brownie, and. Homemade vanilla bean ice cream on the top, closing it off with a healthy portion <laughs> of Baker's bourbon
0: whiskey. All right,
1: and that's my meal.
0: Oh, yeah. So and basically, now you, I'm you, fucking just...
1: famished.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's not going to sit well for you on the island over the coming days. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, you know, you, you mentioned the ice cream in there. You know, famously only asked for two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream as his last meal. Who is this? The, the, uh, the one, uh, one person, he was uh, oh. he actually uh, killed 168 people, which is oh, a I, giveaway I if, uh, if you're American of my age. Timothy McVeigh. That's the one. The Oklahoma City yep. bomber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I hate that I know that. <laughs> yeah. You <That was> <laughs> know? Oh, man. Uh, it, you know, one more famous one here in the opposite of what the hell Todd just did. Victor Fruger mm-hmm. put the death in Iowa by uh, by hanging for his last meal. Uh, Fugger requested a single olive with the pit in it. What was that? Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I can get you that now if you like. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this was actually part of the other. It was, a, I believe, from New, was either from New Zealand or Australian. I'm sure one of our okay. listeners can tell us. But a photographer by the name of Henry Hargraves who mm-hmm. did a photo series called No Seconds. And uh, Fugers uh, was the the one that kind of tipped this whole project off for him. He went and recreated uh, a lot of these meals you know, and just took them as like simple overhead shots of, of the plates or sure of the servings and whatnot. So, uh, kind of a cool, they you know, cool in a uh, macabre and uh, uh, well, sick fashion if you want to go look that kind of stuff up. So, okay, um, my last be, I, I would go, I got two starters because I gotta get both these things out of the way. There's a place called Le Petit Perry, it's on Chestnut mm-hmm. Street in Chicago. It's this little, little French place out of the way, it's not one of the. It's not one of the big French places that, uh, you know, everybody thinks about when they go to Chicago. Uh, but they do just fucking perfect escargot, you know, with the, with the, the little dishes with the butter and the parsley. And they give you a shit ton of, you know, the, the, the crouton or the baguette toasted mm-hmm. baguette. So, you know, oh, you, you yes, scoop yes, out yes. the escargot and then you put it right back in there into the butter and let the mm-hmm. bread soak all that shit up and eat that. Um, and in a slightly similar fashion, uh, at uh, Avrio restaurant here in Rockford, a uh, very, very good restaurant, even by, you know, real city standards, not just Rockford standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend, Paul Sledden, who's the the uh, uh, owner and, and head chef there, has uh, done for, for years now. It's a dish, uh, shrimp Asiago, and it is pretty much exactly that. It is okay. very simple. Uh, you, you, you do the shrimp, you know, pan fry them just briefly. Uh, and some butter and lemon, salt and pepper, you know, just real basic shit. Now you throw a bunch of Asiago cheese into the pan. You throw that into the oven, mm-hmm. typically a little cast iron skillet, right? Very small cast iron skillet. You throw it in until everything melts. It's all congealed together. You put a little bit more uh, lemon juice on top and you serve it with, again, just nice toasted little crostini mm-hmm. baguettes. And I, I will give credit again to the good lady woman. Because yep. Paul had talked about taking this off the menu recently, uh, which I find to be a crime against humanity, and something that he could be possibly put to death for him and would have to find his last meal. So she figured out quite simply how how to make it. Uh, just kind of took it apart and went, yeah, I, th- I think these are all the flavors in there. So right uh, now I can just have it at home whenever I want. So fuck you, Paul. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And be, uh, not be, being me, I, you know, I I I I like to cook. I think mm-hmm. you know that a lot of people listening to the show will know. If, if you follow me on Twitter, you see some of the shit I do every once in a while. So I, I was thinking about that. You know, desert island or death row. Either way, I, mm-hmm. I'd like to like to slap together something of my own. So I, I would do just a nice full slab of, of my dry rub ribs, mm-hmm. really easy. You know, nice slow smoked, and then um. Okay, that that would I don't know that that I I hate to say this, but usually most time when I grill or like on hot like Thanksgiving, I do ribs as something to eat while I'm cooking. Right. Uh, so yeah, 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 I just pretty much sit there and eat ribs the whole time while I'm sure. making dinner for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you do can, this, You
1: you can you can have sort of like that sidecar meal. That's yeah. totally fine. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, but uh, the, the, sticking with the uh, the you know rich meat theme, I I do. Real nice. Uh, you can do it with flank steak. Honestly, you can do this thing with, with any. You can do it with like a fucking chuck roast if mm-hmm. you cook it right and know how to, how to hit this. But it's yes. a uh, so nice thin sliced steak, beef, whatever, your choice. For me, fucking rare, 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 rare. Like the, mm-hmm. the thing should be able to walk onto the plate. Yes. yes. I do it over yes. a bed of uh, roasted little baby potatoes. They're just mm-hmm. slathered in butter and olive oil and garlic and, you know, Nice, big cracked black pepper and all that kind of yep. shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I make a, a a blue cheese or a, a gorgonzola cream sauce. Mm-hmm. I just lay over the top of all that with some mm-hmm. nice grilled asparagus down the side. And it, yep. it looks very good on the plate, and it tastes even fucking better. Mm-hmm. And that would be that meal before I go back to either eating raw fish mm-hmm. or dying in the electric chair. So. I, <laughs>
1: and again just your description of it is making me water it's
0: just- yeah oh fun. yeah I'll, I'll make it worse i'll send you a picture when we get done i, th- I think i think Oof. i have one in my phone of it somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man so there you go damn desert island last meals me me and uh me and todd are there well now we gotta die again like we right. do at the end of every single one of these episodes uh-huh. it's, it's uh it's tragic, but, uh, you know, that's... It's that's good that we got this else. one
1: in before we spend, like, you know, the next episode talking about our favorite albums by wire, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I, I will I will say to here quickly, for anybody who uh, doesn't know, we, we did record this before the second leg of our Champions League qualifier, so invariably we need mm-hmm. to get out of the way of, uh, oh, let's say, uh, uh, it, it was a good effort, we just came up short. Mm-hmm. My God. We overcame that deficit. What a fucking yes. performance! War, of course. I just well, won hundred bucks. It's great. Or, yeah. uh, uh, of course, well, we fucked it in the first leg. What the fuck did you expect? So, right there, Hey, there we got go. Europa League. We got Europa League. Yeah, yeah. God damn it! Let's let's just worry about domestic trophies. Mm-hmm. Stop with all yes. this fancy fucking <laughs> European shit. <laughs> we need cups. We need cups.
1: Start with it's the all League about
0: these silver things at the end of the yeah. season. God damn yeah. it. No, uh, yeah, no, so we'll, we'll, we'll be back. I mean, shit, but, you know, depends on when you listen to this. You might have already got it, right? We'll be back with a regular crow pod later this week. Me and David are back doing Watergate again mm-hmm. later this week. I released on Monday, finally, the the follow-up in my uh, Rangers from Sea to Shining Sea series, uh, mm-hmm. talking about our, our three-time opponent during the Struth Tours, the Fall River Marksman. Uh, of fall river new jersey although we never played them in fall river new jersey and mm-hmm. you can find out why Great. if you go listen to the show and also with that one too you know i've been talking about trying to bring a little bit more uh expanded content maybe maybe some more context and stuff like that so there is again at mm-hmm. that buy me a coffee link if you go down there there's some uh, blog posts in there there's uh mm-hmm. there's one that has a bunch of my episode notes uh um you know side notes and whatnot that uh that come from that show so If you get bored, you can go check that out, too. It's cool. There's some, I mean, old newspaper clippings and old, you know, video and and shit like all all that fun crap that that people like me like to look at. So the
1: uh, I love this is where I find out where I am in the standing and ranking of the Crow podcast members. You know, you and David are doing Watergate and I'm basically doing a commercial for Vince Gasparo's butcher (laughs) in Toronto. I mean.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just, talking
1: I'm to about the to... hotel and 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 the demise of democracy, and I'm talking about a brownie with some ice cream would be nice, you know.
0: <laughs> to, to be a fair town, I'm going to need to look at your financials and make sure Vince did not pay you for this episode. <laughs> 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 oh man, good lord! So yeah, no, that's all like I say. If you got some of your own, by all means, throw them in. We we might talk about it a little bit more. I'm sure David's going to have a. Have an idea or two about uh, mm-hmm. about his last meal here on this week's right. show. So let us know. And uh, uh, again,
1: a sneak peek at that monster munch.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, tw- let's see. Tw- Twenty three cans of uh, uh, Pepsi, uh, mm-hmm. whatever the zero or whatever that Pepsi crap is Zero. Yeah.
1: yeah, the Guinness, the Guinness Zip. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
0: I, I, I'll tell you what, man. I had some of that. It was pretty fucking good. I didn't mind it. Cool. did not mind it. Uh, I would firmly recommend it for anybody who, uh, well, you know, likes drinking a lot of whiskey with their Guinness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Be smart. <laughs> but, no, yeah, fire us in some stuff. Um, again, if you listen to the show on Spotify, uh, I'm going to add it in there again. There, there's a question down there. You can just hop in and give us an answer What some stuff that you would like us to do in later Desert Island shows or just bother mm-hmm. me and Todd on Twitter. Todd, of course, you can find everything he does. At heyitstva.com and find him on Twitter at heyitstva. Thanks again, Todd. Pleasure as always. Now I'm hungry as shit. I'm fucking hungry. I know there's nothing to cook in the goddamn house. I'm going to have to go to the fucking bodega down the street and find something to make.
1: (laughs) My wife's parents are coming over for dinner, so I know everything I touch in the fridge will be. No! Not yet! (laughs)
0: Uh, of course you can find it avoid and find everything with us at the and yeah that's it. We'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. Some people call me the space cowboy.